All right, what's up, everybody? This is Rob Scout here with Living in Southern Maryland. Today, we have Matt Baden back on the podcast, and we're going to be talking about mortgage rates. So we have some high mortgage rates, as everyone's aware about right now. There's no real dancing around that issue. Right now, currently, as we're recording, I think I'm right when I say this, Matt, they're in the six and three quarter to seven-ish range. Is that right? Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Let me pull up my daily national average. So uh, daily national average for a conventional 30-year fixed rate is 7.05. Um, and then, you know, again, that's an average. There's going to be some that people are qualifying for a lower rate. There's going to be some people qualifying for a higher rate. Um, that's your average no point rate right now. And so then that brings us kind of the thing I want to talk about today. And I think there's ways to deal with in this like higher interest rate environment that could help a lot of buyers and even sellers that are going to be buyers after they sell, of course, um, maybe navigate this higher rate environment. And one of, or actually two of them are going to be the two, one buy down or any variation of that buy down, but then also just buying down the interest rate for the life of the loan too. So what we're going to do today is talk about those. And I'm really going to depend on Matt to really inform you. I have working knowledge as a realtor, but I always trust experts like Matt to give me this kind of information and really explain it well. So he's going to start with the two, one buy down and kind of explain what that is and how it can help you um, maybe feel more comfortable up front with that house you really want to buy. All right. Thanks, Rob. So pleasure to be back again, guys. Um, you know, and, and again, looking forward to doing this on a regular basis and uh, sharing some sharing some knowledge. So 2-1 interest rate buy-down um, is what we would call a short-term or a temporary rate buy-down compared to the traditional, um, you know, rate buy-down that is permanent. So um, benefits for a 2-1 buy-down is you get the discounted, a significantly discounted rate at a one year and a two, and a two year period. So the first 12 months, um, you would get the a interest rate that is 2% lower than your base rate. The second 12 months, so 13 through 24, you would get an interest rate that is 1% lower than your base rate. So that is significant savings for a monthly payment um, for those first two years, um, and and the reason you know this is something that is is beneficial for clients right now, somebody that um, might not be planning on living in a home for a long period of time, maybe someone who is um, on short term short term orders for the military, um, they might only be here for three years. So, well, why not take advantage of guaranteed discounted rate for the first two years? Um, or, you know, in this current market environment, we still do have the majority of the talking heads projecting the next 12 to 24 months, um, to see some interest rate reprieve. So with that said, we say, let's get the best monthly payment we can right now with a two, one interest rate buy down. So a lower interest rate. So for example, um, if your base rate is 7%, which is the base right now, year one, your interest rate would be 5%. Year two, your interest rate would be 6%. Um, so significant savings. Uh, I don't have exact numbers off the top of my head, but we're talking hundreds of dollars a month um, when we're you know lowering that interest rate by 
and then, and then the worst case scenario after that three years, if you don't refinance, you're just going back to the 7% Correct. that that your original loan was. And if I'm not mistaken, and correct me if I'm wrong, because like I said, you're the expert on this, you're being qualified for the 7% payment. You're not being qualified off of what that 5% of the 6% is. So in theory, you should be able to, you're going to comfortably be able to afford that 7%. So the worst case scenario of doing a 2-1 buy down is, you go back to the 7% that you already have qualified for and you should be able to comfortably um, you know, work within your normal life. And, and hopefully what you're doing at those first two years is putting some of those savings aside or putting them in other places that can help you um, be even better off when you hit that third year, if you get to that point. Exactly. That, that's exactly it. It's always uh, qualified at the base rate. Um, so whether you know a client feels comfortable at that rate or not is sometimes a different story compared to what um, we might consider as a qualifying comfort because at the end of the day we always look at what is comfortable for the client not what's comfortable for what they qualify for um, so yes this is a an example where it may help a buyer um, have that monthly payment be a little bit more palatable um, going into a new home purchase where they're either going from renting, uh, where maybe rent was a little lower, um, but they're buying and this payment is, is a little bit higher. But with the buy down, we can you know adjust it, get it a little bit lower for allow them to ease into a higher monthly payment. And with the benefits of owning appreciation, equity, you know, all those items. Um, and then um, also, you know, one of the, the great uh, pieces of the two one buy down is with the market projections of improved interest rates at some point. If rates improve to an extent that it's beneficial to refinance and lock in a lower rate more permanently, um, the buy down um, cost for the cover the interest for the lower rate is held in an escrow account. So if you refinance prior to 24 payments, however much of a balance is left in that escrow account, it is applied to the principal of the loan. So you're not losing that buy-down cost uh, compared gotcha. to a permanent um, interest rate buy-down. If you pay two points to lower your interest rate from, let's say, 7% to 6%, which could be considered kind of a reasonable option, um, you know, permanently getting it to 6%. Um, those two points on, let's say a $500,000 house, that's $10,000. If you refinance before you recoup that cost, which in general is about four to five years of time to recoup a buy down of that extent, um, you would lose that money. Say if you refinance that two years, you don't get any right. of that back with this short term buy down. Since it's held in the escrow, you would if you refinanced before the two-year um, kind of break-even point. So it's it's another kind of safety net for a, a, a buy-down without um, you know putting all yeah. your chips on the table and, and hoping and, and yeah. that, that it's not going to work. Or and so to go back, you mentioned points, and points are normally one percent of the the loan, correct? One percent of the sales price. One one percent of the loan amount. So whatever one percent of the loan amount. Mm -hmm. So yep. that's really neat. That and a two one buy down. And I didn't know this honestly until we started talking today. 
that it basically is escrowed. So that amount that you're buying down in a two one buy down from right is sitting in that escrow account. And can it it either either is refunded to you once you refinance or it's it's applied to the refinance, I would assume. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So there's there's two avenues of a two one buy down as well. If we get a little into the more of the nitty gritty, um, a seller paid two one buy down or a uh, what's considered a lender paid two one buy down. So um, lender paid is basically just you know you have the interest rate and you have the point cost. The point costs are what's kind of covering the lender side of that buy down. Um, and if you have the seller pay it, basically they're paying in seller credit towards yep. the buy down for the buyer to help them, you know, qualify for the house at that point. You know, they're qualifying at the higher rate, but feel more comfortable right. buying. Feel more comfortable. House. That's a yeah. that's a great way to say it. Because I've had people um, use the two one buy down, and it wasn't that they couldn't swing the payment. They did they, they didn't right. qualify for it. They just wanted to feel more comfortable with it, and it was more of a you know almost like we missed out on the really low interest rates of a few years ago. And it really sucks to pay 7% was what they thought. And so doing this two on buy down was something that got them closer to a, a, a payment they felt comfortable with. And like you said, a lot of these, and you're not seeing a lot of concessions still in this market, but one that I've seen sellers be more willing to work with buyers on are the seller credits towards the two towards a two one buy down. I think everyone understands mortgage rates are higher right now and everyone's willing to help each other kind of get to that point. So I'm seeing that be a concession that sellers are more willing to consider. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, if everybody can kind of work together, um, you know, if you have a net number that a seller wants to get, um, you know, starting off at, at negotiations on, on a sales price for the contract and you say, 500k was what we want our net to be. Well, if it's going to be a $10,000 cost, let's just say for example, for the 2-1 buy down if the seller provides the funds, well, let's make the contract 510. Yep, seller's happy, buyer gets that. You know, that's a pretty close number. Most of the time it's going to appraise as long as it's not some odd kind of scenario or property that doesn't have comps. And then, um, you know, those funds, even though, you know, the buyer's financing $10,000 more, they feel more comfortable. And at the end of the day, you know, they're saving money um, on a monthly basis, um, you know, to, to pay for that house. <clears throat> so, so then how's the, so the permanent buy down is different because that rate's bought down for the entire length of the loan. So for 30 years, Correct. if you're doing a 30 year fixed. And so that makes more sense, I'm guessing, for people who plan on staying in their home for a certain period of time. Or does it really, if, if we're projecting, and, and like you said, it's talking heads, we don't know for sure. And, and no one can tell you yeah. when interest rates are going to drop. They could decide to drop tomorrow and, and you know, it could change. But is there a way, or is, there, is there a scenario that you would say, yes, go with the permanent buy down over the um, 2-1 buy down? Or is, there, is it just kind of... Yeah, we, we we look at the comparison of what the the point cost to buy the rate down is and kind of what that uh, length of time for reco recouping it is. Um, some people just feel more comfortable. They, they want to, to be permanent. They say, I'm okay with, you know, only being able to buy it down a half percent or one percent, but I know it's set at that and that's fine for me. And if rates get better, 
I know I've paid more up front and I'm going to lose some money. That's fine because I felt more comfortable up front. You know, it's really kind of a personal preference. And we like to try to just provide the options and kind of advise people on, you know, where the break even point is and how this, you know, how these options would affect them. And then they can make the choice that's going to be the most comfortable for them um, because not everybody's going to be the same. There's people who are bigger risk takers. There's people who are the most risk of adverse uh, people in the world. And, and that's perfectly fine. Um, what I might do or advise for my personal home purchase may be different than what a client might feel comfortable with. So that's why we don't really try to steer them in one direction or another. We just try to provide the best options and then they can choose, um, you know, what's going to feel best for them. One of the common misconceptions I hear from a lot of buyers out there. And when you said risk, this made me remember it. They think a two, one buy down is the same thing as an arm an adjustable rate mortgage. Mm -hmm. And they're not the same, correct? Like it's a totally different product that we're talking about there. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, totally different. And, and an arm is another great option in some cases as well. Uh, um, the, the kind of, I know we're taking a little bit different route here, um, but this le led, led me into this, you know, an arm is going to be a great option as well as kind of a short term, lower um, interest rate option, typically in a five or seven year term. So it gives you a little bit longer time to allow things to shake out. Um, but we typically see the most benefit when we're having a larger down payment with the arms. Okay. So 20 plus percent down payment, you see a really great improvement on an arm interest rate versus a standard interest rate um, where the two one buy down doesn't have that uh, as much of a limitation. You know, you can put the minimum down at 3% or a VA loan, 0% and do a two one buy down and still get that uh, benefit without the large down payment. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, like, I guess in the whole point of this podcast today is just to tell people there are options out there. Everyone's got a little bit of sticker shock, stock, sticker shock still from the 7% and we get that, but there's options around that. And what we need to be doing is talking to each other and talking to people like Matt about the options out there and really listening and figuring out the best situation um, to help you move forward if you're looking to move. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, as a buyer, um, if you're working with, uh, and this, you know, I, not to name any specific companies or anything like that, but with a bank or a credit union or, or some of the bigger online companies, um, they tend to kind of put you in a cookie cutter style loan. When you start to work with a local lender that has more local options, um, different types of programs, different, um, affiliations, you know, us as a company, we, we work with, you know, 20 plus other banks or credit unions as well and do loans with them or have partnerships with them. So we can shop around and see who has the best rate for your scenario and kind of customize that um, loan to fit your needs versus saying, okay, you're a VA loan. Um, let's just put you in this category. This is what you get. We can say you're a VA loan that wants to put 0% down. How can we make this regularly pretty standard loan even better for you? Right.
And I think that's one of the things whenever I talk to someone that's looking for, um, you know, a loan officer, want to go with the bank. I always tell them not to say, not to go in and say, I want an FHA loan. I want you to go in and say what your situation is. Tell them, you know, what your ideal payment is. Tell them what your ideal down payment is. And they're going to come up with solutions to your situation. Don't just go in there and say, I want an FHA loan because there may be other conventional products. Maybe you qualify for a USDA depending on where you're buying the house. There's so many options out there that people like you know that, that, you know, the regular public and even myself don't fully understand. So lean on those experts like Matt to really put you in the right situation for your situation, the right product for your situation. Yeah. And I, and I, even just the, the basic misconception of, you know, people think an FHA loan is a first time homebuyer loan. Well, it's really just the federal housing administration is the, the entity that backs the loan. It can be for anybody. So there's, there's a lot of that, um, you know, just, out there for, for first time hires where we don't expect you to know everything. And that's what we're here for to, to help you find the best fit. Um, you know, you don't, it's not, it's not our grandparents, you know, or parents loans anymore. You don't need 20% down, you know, in our area, we're fortunate to be able to have a lot of 0% down loans with, uh, VA loans, with USDA loans. Um, and, and, here in Maryland, the Maryland Mortgage Program provides down payment assistance where, you know, while there's technically a down payment, um, that assistance is, you know, covering it in full in most cases. So you're, you're a lot of times you're not coming out of pocket with any any money um, and you're buying a house. So there's a lot of options. Don't consider yourself down and out until you explore them. Um, yep. And even if you might not have the credit or, you know, one piece of the puzzle right now, we can put you on the right path so that in six, 12 months, six months, 12 months, 24 months, whatever it might be, you know what you need to do to get where you want to be versus just kind of giving up. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Matt, I appreciate you coming on today and kind of giving us a little bit of a alternative perspective of these high interest rates and how to kind of get around them. And of course, congratulations are in due or in order for you for having the second born in the house. Now you look well rested and, uh, and I'm kind of surprised by that to be honest. I I'm telling you, we talked about this a little bit before. It was one of the most tiring things ever having a kid. And, uh, it's pretty amazing to see you on here back in the office and, and doing what you do. So I appreciate you coming on today. Yeah. Thanks Rob. This is my first day back. I'll probably stay home again tomorrow, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's fun. It's enjoyable. There's nothing better than it. And uh, yeah, we're, we're not sleeping. I, like I told you before, it's the makeup crew that did my makeup before the, before the podcast. <laughs> I think I need them too. I'll just click the little filter on here to help out with that. I don't have a baby for an excuse. I don't know what my excuse is, but all right. All right, man. I appreciate it. And we will see you on here next month.